Welcome back, everyone, to Off the Top Podcast. You're officially in season two, something we didn't think about when we first started getting into podcasting and how it evolved and how we'd become so comfortable with it. But season two, and we're just going to dive into essentially what a lot of people have been asking us is, how do you podcast? That's a very good question. And I feel like when you think about it, well, now at this point in season two, which is extraordinary and wouldn't think I would actually be on a season two, to be honest, I, I think it's now something where we have somewhat of a seasoning with as far as podcasting goes. I agree, too. And I think that brings me to the first point of what I thought about when we started our podcast or thinking of podcast categories is finding that idea that isn't short term but isn't super broad. So essentially what I'm trying to say is like, if you're thinking about doing a podcast, the first thing you want to find is that idea. And you want to make sure it doesn't pigeonhole you into only talking about Charlize Theron for um, a whole season or something along those lines. Exactly. And the reason why you want to have like a strong idea in an aspect is if you want this podcast to be successful, you don't need to have a good idea that you like, but it's way easier if you do. And so you'll be doing this, you know, sometimes week after week or day after day. And if you have something that is literally limiting you from doing podcasts, then you know that there's some sort of problem. And we don't say like things can limit you into a just like there's nothing to do. Like I mentioned, there is a podcast out there about Charlize Theron that is I think 60 podcasts long, which is a lot of podcasts on one person. So if you're creative enough, you can make that idea really work. But if you're going to if you're struggling to find ideas, it's where, you know, making a podcast can be difficult because even as you know, we don't necessarily have a niche area, finding idea topics can be difficult for us. I think that's a very good point. And the reason why, too, is when you go back to something where it's very niche, you might run into, let's say, if we wanted to talk about all the movies that a certain actor was in, we only have X amount of podcasts equaling, you know, the number amount of movies that they're in. And the other hand, when it comes off the top where we're really broad, I feel like it's hard to get ideas one and then it's also i feel like a little hard to gain traction in such a broad category right yeah i think with that being said it's one of those things that people you know our listeners were super thankful for you guys but you've probably noticed like we aren't always going down a science route or always going down a sports route we're trying to hit on you know everything that comes up um, and that we think is interesting and just try to share that with you guys and conversate that way. And that kind of makes me lead into what I think is the next thing I think about is, you know, um, what is your basis of your podcast? So, Jordan, I got to ask you, like, what was the moment you realized, you know, we should, you know, get together and do a podcast? To be fair, man, I think that the moment that I believed that we should get together and do a podcast was probably a couple episodes deep in our podcast, <laughs> which sounds really funny. But I think it's just one of those things where, you know, you have conversations with people and they're super casual. And that's how we started off the top, as you can read in our bio. But at the same time, it's never something where you think, 
that it could just be created into this podcast or made into this almost uh, uh, produced into this medium. So for me, I think that there's a very interesting shift in your head of, oh, this should be something that's podcast worthy. But Julian, now I'm curious, when did you believe? The first thing I want to touch on is you had a very valid point there. Uh, if I could kind of surmise, it would be like, you have to test out. Like if you're going to, if you're thinking about doing a podcast, you have to test it out. I wouldn't necessarily just be like, oh, I thought of this idea, but I'm not too sure how it's going to work. So I'm not going to try it, try it. And if you like it, but you don't like the topic, you can always change the topic and find a different route to go. But in regards to your question, when I realized that we could probably do a podcast is when we were living together and there was like a string of probably like six weeks where we were just chilling in the kitchen. One of us was most likely eating and the other one was just kind of stumbling in. And we'd have these really unique, interesting, just kind of flying off the handle conversations about whatever we felt like. And it just kind of flowed and it felt like some you know conversations we had previously. And we just decided to try to get creative and shift that over to the podcast zone. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really curious, to be honest, and I, I know that we couldn't figure this out easily, but I'm really curious on if other people podcast this way or how other people started. I'm sure it wouldn't have been such a natural instinctive or like convergence from just pure random conversation to a podcast. But I'm sure that is the case for other reasons. And that kind of gives me another point of, you know, how would you produce a podcast? I think that if I can drop the hint on podcast success, it would be consistency. Oh, a hundred percent. And that's a thing that you could really struggle with, with the podcast. Um, I think, in my opinion, it's nice to start at once a week. I think anything longer than every week, you're not going to pick up traction. But I think if you're shooting to do every single day, you're going to learn that trying to create a podcast every single day and allocating that time if you have a job or school or other things going on can make the quality of your podcast suffer. And I think you brought a very good point to the table about um, you know, how you're doing and how you're producing and when you're producing your podcast. And even if you think about consistency, it's not always when you produce or how you produce, it's what you produce in the same aspect. So it depends. You want to be consistent in a few things. So, you know, you, your listeners have something to expect. So for instance, if I came out one podcast, crazy, crazy, like loud and flamboyant. And the next podcast, you could barely hear me because I was talking so soft spoken. There's a level of unexpectedness that kind of turns people away at the end of the day, where if they know your brand, which is one of our episodes, probably to be honest, not to digress, but that was our most popular episode. So I want to thank you guys for that while it's in my head. And so if people know your brand and know what to expect from you, they'll be more likely to come to you and you know, enjoy your podcast. It's funny that you say, or you talk about the personal brand episode, because I actually just went back and listened to it this week while I was at work. And I, that's one thing that kind of came to my mind is that I never really listened to a full one of our podcasts, maybe because it was, you know, we record it, we were there, we remember it. 
But that's one of the tips that I've picked up this week was like listening to your own podcast. You don't have to listen to every episode. Maybe listen to an an episode every three months to understand, you know, your improvements and your transitions. But you also pick up things that you don't notice while you're recording. And so, for instance, I brought up to something to Jordan before this podcast. That's something we're doing on here that, you know, could affect essentially the flow of conversation or get really repetitive. And I think it's something that's going to be really beneficial in the long run for us. A hundred percent. I totally agree with you. And I agree with, I mean, I, first off, I want to applaud you for being brave enough to listen to our old stuff. Cause some of it is kind of like, you know, cringe inducing, <laughs> I would say. So we've came a long way, which is not to say that you want to not evolve throughout your podcast and like, you know, become a better podcaster, have better speaking skills. But at the same time, you want to have some sort of idea of who you would like to be as a podcaster and um, go with it kind of thing, if you know what I'm saying. Exactly. And a thing you kind of touched on, too, is some of your older stuff when you start a podcast has got to be rough. For example, when we started this podcast, Jordan was recording on his headphones microphone, which were actually pretty good. And I was recording on a $6 lapel mic from Amazon. And then we slowly found kind of different equipment, um, a different, you know, platform to be on, a different way to edit. And it slowly evolved. You aren't going to get A1 quality right out of the gate. Um, And even if you have the equipment to make it A1, it doesn't mean your podcast itself will be A1. And if I can say that transition was a one to what I was going to talk about <laughs> after this is kind of the logistics and everything, you, you know, uh, like Julian said, we were just doing it how we could in the beginning of the podcast. Now we both have some bona fide mics and I hope you can tell through the sound quality, which is very important to us. And that also means that get your logistics down, whether the your logistics are, uh, I want to have good audio for my fans, make sure that that's taken care of. Or if you want to have a podcast with somebody that happens to be in another country, which we know a little bit about, you got to make sure that you have the tools and everything to be able to do that and kind of like plan it out. And that's something we've harped on in the past in some podcasts is, um, something everyone takes for granted, but your accessibility to information in today's generation is outstanding. No one came to us or there's no mentor for us that said, this is how you run a podcast. This is the platform you'll be on. This is the program you'll use to edit. Um, we went out and found it all on our own. We did our own research, listened to podcasts, found out what we liked and didn't like and try to transition that into our own. And that way, what we created is essentially our own. Off the top is all Jordan and I's ideas, how we want to format it. And it isn't a mimic of something else. I couldn't have said it better. I would say that off the top is its own and it's not a mimic of anything else, but it's an interpretation of us as human beings. And as we're influenced, the podcast becomes influenced by certain things subtly. And once again, I'm really curious, Julian, what was the most difficult practical thing that we need to figure out as far as you saw? Um, I think the most difficult thing when we first were, were starting is essentially how do you 
get your podcast out there. I'm not talking how do you get it to an, uh, you know, how do you get it to grow an audience, but how do you get it somewhere that people can reach it? So we started on SoundCloud. And if you're an original SoundCloud member, we salute you. Um, and we put it on SoundCloud so that it was on the internet and it was findable. And if we wanted to share it, we could. And then, you know, from there, once you find out how to put it out there is when your next steps of figuring out, you know, how do I want to grow this podcast um, is what follows. You don't want to ever go into a project or something saying, you know, um, how am I going to get it as big as possible first? First, you want to just lay the foundation. Like, how am I going to get it there so people can see it? And then I can turn it into what I want to turn it into. I think you just answered the question of a lot of great ideas on the internet and not to like toot our own horn, but I think that the, you can have a billion dollar idea, but if you can't get it out to the right people, then it's, it's the equivalent of having just a crap idea. Right. So when it comes to getting your podcast out there, you got to make sure that you're putting it out in the right spots. And also it helps if you first kind of endorse it with your personal like account, maybe, or if you don't have any social media presence, you endorse it through word of mouth or anything like that. Because at the end of the day, the internet is a very, very big, big ocean and you are one little drop of water. So you got to give the re people a reason to notice your, you know, drop of water in that ocean and uh, go to it to make it become more prevalent and more salient in the end. Yeah. And if you guys are coming to, you know, this point or you've made it to this point and you're looking for that magic sauce, well, I mean, the truth hurts, but there isn't a magic sauce to making a podcast and, you know, being the next Joe Rogan experiment or um, being something along those lines. Like we touched on before, some of the things that are really if you're really interested in growing your podcast, it's going to be, you know, quality. It's going to be that consistency. It's going to be how you're making it personal to you and unique from others, because if you've made a podcast or you're thinking about it, the barrier to entry is extremely low. All you need is a device to record something. So essentially you could just use your phone and you just need somewhere to upload it. And those are the two steps you need. We've talked about editing and a few other things, but you could put a raw podcast up there and share it. Um, but you're also going to be competing with some of the big, the big dogs in the industry. And that's what Jordan's talking about, being that small drop in the ocean. You have to find a way to make yourself stand out or make yourself um, shareable or able to spread. Exactly. And that's how you slowly build. And one thing that you mentioned, Julian, that I wanted to kind of revisit was that there's no secret sauce. It's the way that I almost laughed when you said it because it reminded me of like giving hard like advice to like a newly wedded couple <laughs> or something. Like it just doesn't happen. You got to work on it every day. But it really is. There's nothing secret about it. You have to create the chemistry. You have to uh, work on timing. You have to do those things. And when you do those things and you execute right, you slowly get bigger and bigger. And big dogs like 
Oh, I will. You know, big dogs out there won't be able to just swallow your podcast whole (laughs) and, you know, poop it out on the other end, basically saying that you'll become more bona fide, get more of a following and it grows like that. And and further to that point, one of the things I think about, too, is every day that you wait to do this or every day you, um, you know, take that extra step or the longer you wait, the more people are entering. Podcasts are becoming slowly and slowly larger and larger since they've always been around. There's people who've been doing podcasts for 15 years at this point. Um, but now it's really kind of steamrolling and picking up quick. So if you really want to, you know, join on, you know, making your podcast and start going in, your goal is to, you know, make it a job, you have to start now. But in some other cases like Jordan and I, we started this podcast and continue to this podcast to look back on in 20 years and see what we were looking at as 20 year olds and the things we're talking about and the things going on in this world um, as almost you know, a virtual time capsule. You know, Julian, I feel like we messed up in a big way where we didn't mention, I think one of the most important reasons or like things to starting a podcast is figure out your why or the most important reason to find any, you know, start doing anything and figuring out why you're doing something like why we're doing this podcast and how it spawned from is as equally as important as all the other stuff because it kind of navigates you it gives you this compass that says okay like i'm in the middle of this podcast world in the middle of the (laughs) podcast ocean and i gotta figure out how to get home so you got to have that direction or that sense of what am I doing this for? Or else you kind of happen to be pushed and pulled any direction. And then you somewhat become aimless, if that makes sense. Right. Exactly. And so far, we've kind of touched on figuring out your topic, you know, figuring out if it's something you can do for long term, if that's the goal. Um, The most important thing about figuring out why um, little things like your consistency and you know, giving it your personality. Um, And those are kind of broader topics. But one, I think it's time for us to kind of jump into some of the things that are a little bit more strategic about essentially having a podcast. And one of the things I kind of want you to expand on is, you know, the importance of data. Yeah, that is extremely important. The data that you will get from your podcast will tell you a lot about what is happening with your audience, with your podcast, of like everything of that nature. So for instance, even in this podcast episode, I mentioned that um, our building your personal brand was our most popular episode. How do I know that? Because of the data. And granted, throughout my kind of professional work experience, I've been getting, I've gotten really, really comfortable with aggregating and moving around and massaging and making reports out of data. But in the same aspect, it wouldn't take much to, uh, for any, you know, layman to learn what their data is about on their podcast. And the more important thing too to understand or not even to understand the data, but to understand what the data is telling you. There's stories to these numbers. And the second that you realize what that story is, you're going to 
get a lot more color to the picture of your podcast. And by the way, while it's on my mind, once again, shout out to all our Virginia listeners. You guys are the real ones. You're putting everybody else to shame. So I'm going to just show you some serious love right now. (laughs) Once again, data. (laughs) Exactly. And like the thing about data and you made a really great point is um, there's a often there's a big picture connection connected to data, Um, seeing that the world I work in now is heavily on numbers as well. But looking at, you know, you can look at a number and say this podcast had. I don't know, say you're just starting. This podcast had five listens and, you know, our podcast three weeks ago had three listens. You know, what is the difference here? And maybe you extract from that data. Oh, yeah, I posted it to my Facebook or I posted it to Reddit or the topic was trending. And that's something that the data isn't going to infer. So understanding where that's coming from is going to help you, you know, take a direction with your podcast and how to scale it. I couldn't have said it better. Honestly, Julian, the it's not it might not always be obvious what you're getting told through the numbers of your podcast. So you have to kind of put yourself in the shoes of the data. Like, okay, so this number is bigger than this one. Why? And like you said, if you can reverse engineer why that is through your own actions, then you can make a market difference or you can make a market difference every single time you do that podcast because you know this technique gives me more listens or this technique um, you know, seems like people from this area listen to it more. But that's it. And I know it's hard to get data. I mean, it took us a while to get data. I literally had to bother somebody and, you know, consistently message them (laughs) and ask and ask and ask. But once you get it, it kind of opens doors on the context that you don't get when you're, you know, you can't see the woods through the trees. You may be asking why, why are we talking about data and what makes it so important? Uh, My podcast is just going to grow organically. That's great. Um, That's what you want. You want your podcast to shoot up organically as quick as possible and grow if that's your goal and that's your why. And taking this data is what is essentially is going to make you money. If you want to make money from a podcast, data is going to be your key in that door. Yeah, you might have a great personality. Yeah, you might be super funny. Yeah, you might be the smartest person in this niche audience. But if you go to a company and they say or a company comes to you and says, hey, we want to sponsor you. Um, You know, what is your listens? What is your demographic? Where are you reaching? You know, what's your growth projection? And you're just like, well, I'm doing pretty good organically. There's nothing to back it up. And that way they either come to you or you come to them and say, you present this case of this. This is my data. This is why we're doing well. This is why we think we're going to work for you or why our podcast is going to help you benefit. And, you know, that's how you can benefit us. And that's how we make additional um, income from our podcast. That's a perfect reason why you'd want to know data. And another reason, too, I feel like is to become a better podcaster. Like, how would I know to shout out Virginia people if I didn't know that they are holding it down through the data on almost every single podcast? And another thing that data does, too. Well, I mean, this is the intricate part of data is that when you're on multiple platforms, which you probably will be once you're consistent, once you get your idea down, once you start producing podcasts for a little bit and get some out of a following, you'll get platforms here and there. And so the data will be spread out through all of these uh, platforms that you're on. If you can get 
some clear and good data, you'll be able to paint all the stories of who's listening to your podcast, when they're listening to your podcast, and everything in between. So in that case, it makes you more attractive to your you know, possible endorsers. And it also makes you more attractive in the sense that you have that context. I mean, before we even knew, like, you know, before we got a chance to look at our data, I had no idea, really. I knew somewhat, you know, vague listens or downloads just because, you know, I was kind of like looking at the platforms. But before that, you know, if you were to tell me what's my biggest demographic, or like, what's my biggest area, Julian, I'm sure that I would be, you know, shooting in the dark somewhere. Mm -hmm. And essentially, throughout this podcast today, we've thrown at you guys a ton of information. And you may be asking, you know, I want to know how to edit and I want to know a little bit more marketing strategies. And I want to know, you know, what are some of the ways you guys brainstorm ideas? Um, we're, We're likely to give those out just, you know, we're just trying to give you the basis of building this podcast. And if you really like this, go ahead and share this podcast and, you know, leave some comments or email us at the off the top podcast at gmail.com. But before we go, Jordan, what's your, you know, last or big tip about starting or how to podcast? I would say my last tip is, and this is a tip, not just for podcasts, but everything is to have fun with it. If you're doing this and you hope it to become something as, you know, the biggest podcast ever, or you just want to have something where you're just like, oh, I remember doing that. Like that was fun. It is way better if you have fun during the process. And that's not a requisite for doing anything, but it's a supplement for everything. So, you know, that's what I would leave off as, to be honest. It's been a windy journey and we find ourselves here and find ourselves in exciting situations, which I, I, I'm, you know, it's just a momentum thing now, but that's all I got, to be honest. Just have fun. Yeah, perfect. Um, I think I'll go, I'll go in a different direction. I'll go a little bit more, I guess, detailed for mine and uh, broad detailed, I'll say is, if you guys are doing this and you have a goal, reverse track it. And by reverse track it, I mean when Jordan and I started this, you know, one of the first things we talked about was, you know, how cool would it get be to get 20 listens an episode? And then we talked about, you know, how do we get there? And that's where we laid essentially our our podcast plan or business plan. You know, we're gonna upload once a week. These episodes are gonna be this long. Uh, we're gonna cover this range of topics. We're going to have fun. We're going to do it at this time and reverse track it from, you know, we're at 20 goals and how did we get there? Because um, if you start at, you know, how do how do I get to or, you know, essentially just start like first we have to make an episode. That's great. But if you are just making that episode and you don't understand the next step or the next hurdle that could come from it, you may be lost in the sauce. Absolutely. And once again, guys, talking about making podcasts, it makes me so nostalgic and so appreciative. So I just want to thank you guys once more. Um, You know, the people that are showing us love, keep showing us love. And, you know, to be honest, it would be awesome if you guys reached out and, you know, just gave us a little hint of you know, like why, what makes it so great? I know off the top, the off the top podcast is great, but if you dropped a little DM, you know, (laughs) it might be late night. It might be morning. Who knows? But some people are up, 
Some people aren't. And that's the that's the email by the bed, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and sadly, as much you get as much as you guys email us and you know show us these proof in this record, you'll never be the fastest archaeologist podcast on the planet. That's always gonna be off the top. Yeah. We'll and we'll never give the secrets out either. So don't expect that podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>